Are you feeling better? Huh? No, for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh. huh? uh. Yay. That did not need to go on for four minutes, Fraser. For fuck's <laughs> End it. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. You were the one delaying it. All you had to do was All you had to, all you had to do is just not do is that the professionalism on this podcast? It, beginning with uh uh Jaden, we end the podcast with big kisses from Megatron. This is as far no as correction. As correction. Fraser, no correction. You end the podcast <laughs> on big kisses from Megatron. And you let me. To be fair, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the TGCM podcast. This is episode 30, and in this video, we've got some... Well, oh, my podcast, God, episode 30? I know, right? I was not about to say. I'm shocked we've gone on for 30 episodes. Yeah, I thought it would have ended ages ago. I know, right? I thought it ended at episode <laughs> two. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, in this video, we're going to be talking about um, some royal drama, and then we've got some gaming from Fraser. And then we've got one division overall thoughts, and then our review of Tron. Hopefully, we can do that on my seventy-five percent battery. Let's go. So, mm-hmm. before we get into it, I just wanted to mention something which we did mention in the last podcast. But we didn't really touch on it that much because we moved on to other topics, and that's um, the highlights channel. So, we got a YouTube channel which is. Um... I thought I thought it was something else. No, <laughs> that was I put that in the document for you. <laughs> just do you want me to mention it? No, I'm okay. sure it'll be completely fine. Yeah. So, and then we start. Well, we started a highlights channel, and it's got like, basically, it's just all little. You see the segments that we got on the podcast, that, which can make their own video. I've made them into their own video. So you got shorts, which is like minute long versions of like funny stuff that happens. You've got conversations where we talk about stuff like Game Freak being lazy, or um, I don't know, maybe we'll make the royal drama one into one. And then we got like funny, funny stuff, and then we got. The iconic moments, which I call it, which is the Godzilla one. I don't know if anything else we'll get into that playlist, but that is the prestigious playlist. So mm. that is the very best of the TGCM podcast, if that's even a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the highlights channel. So TGCM podcast highlights. It's on YouTube. It's probably the first thing you look up because I doubt anyone else is called TGCM podcast highlights. <laughs> but yeah, just wanted to mention that little self plug. But yeah. So. What do you want to move on to now? Just <laughs> what, what's next? Well, royal drama, then I guess because um, well, yeah, that's pretty much what we've got to move on to. There's nothing else apart from the little mini message I put in for Fraser, which we'll not be talking about in the podcast. Well, Jim, <laughs> yeah, this is a topic that we haven't put in, but I'd like to confront you about something. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure, go ahead. Well, every time that you've left, I've been telling our, our listeners all about you. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you admit it's all true? Um, well, I haven't really been paying attention. <laughs> well, basically, okay, so I edit the podcast and I have to um, make sure, I have to go through it and make sure like there's some stuff where we need to cut between segments, which I cut out. And then, but like, um, there's little segments where Fraser goes on a bit of tangents um, where he goes like, oh, we need to rally. <laughs> we need to raise up arms against Jaden. So when I'm, when I'm editing the podcast, I'm sitting there thinking, should I cut this out? <laughs> should I leave this in? Because he's slandering my name and he's making up lies about me. But <laughs> he seems to be enjoying himself. So <laughs> I think I'll leave it in. 
So I haven't really been paying attention to much of what you've been saying. The the part that stuck with me the most is when you when you tell everyone to raise up arms. <laughs> That's the part which made me laugh, and then <laughs> moved on. But um, yeah. <laughs> Why? Where are you going with that? Nothing. Nothing at all. Okay. Well, yeah. I I just okay. I'll talk about. It. So I think we just need to stop the racist talk and everything like that like especially when it's not got nothing to do with what, like what what was the topic last time which brought us onto it it was something like what were we talking about um i think it was red nose day we were talking about no it was lady gaga's dogs we were talking about lady gaga's dogs and then it suddenly turned on to racism and then, and then we started accusing each other and i'm like and i was listening back to it going oh god this is not this I'm is sorry, not Jordan, you were accusing me I was telling the truth about you. <sighs> this is the stuff I need to stop because I don't think any of us <laughs> like like being called racist. <laughs> I I don't. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I don't. I don't, I can't speak for Fraser unless he speaks up now, which I was expecting him to jump in and say no, of course not. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I love being called. Racist. I love being racist. <laughs> it's my favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Speaking of racism, <laughs> let's remember move on when Jamie the... called that episode "Monkey." What's that got? What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that got to do with racism? <laughs> no, I'm genuinely confused. <laughs> let's just move on. Okay, I'm gonna go back and watch that podcast <laughs> <just> to see, <laughs> make sure there's any references to something. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, anyway. Royal drama. So, did you do you know anything about this to start with? Uh, which royal drama are we talking? Uh, the Meghan Markle um, uh, situation. I know quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So, I wrote down bullet points. So, uh, we're going to get into it. So, I just want to say to start with. So, this does tackle some very, uh, I don't know, I have what you would call it heavy topics like suicide and etc. So, if you're here for the bubbly, so if you're suicidal, podcast, fuck off. <laughs> Nobody wants you here. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just saying that a lot of this stuff does talk about like suicide and stuff. So I just want to say that like, like viewer discretion is advised. Just to say, I, I can't say where to cut to in the podcast. I just skip ahead into all gaming segment. Cut I guess. to 21 minutes. <laughs> we have to make sure this. 21, something. 21. No, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I'll go through my bullet That's points. The then. Funny number. It'll it's not the up. funny number. It's not. <laughs> it's not funny. I don't like it. Stop it. No, no twenty ones, please. Okay. You're gonna do it, aren't you? No. I'm just taking... <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just taking notes. Our twenty ones off the board, but the rest of them are on the board still. Be fine. You can have any other number but twenty one. I'll give you that. Sixty nine is still on the board. So yeah. Episode sixty nine. Here we come. Episode 69. Oh, that's going to be a good one, isn't it? <laughs> the whole hour is just going to be you going, 69, <laughs> 69. <laughs> Maybe that'll replace it's the... It's a funny Reddit number. Yeah, it's extremely funny. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway, so we, I've got topics um, written down. So I've got... Um, the, the interesting thing about this is, so she did the interview with Oprah, and I watched wait, that wait, all wait, wait. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's royal drama, right? Yeah. So does Lady Gaga's dogs being stolen count? Well, first of all, we've already talked about that, and secondly, I don't think they count as royalty. 
<laughs> Why? Why do you ask? Where are you going with that? I'm pretty sure they are royalty. Yeah, but where are you going with it? <laughs> Regardless if they're royalty or not, what are you talking about? What do you mean? <laughs> you just said it. what? Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, like me saying, oh, so we're talking about royal drama. So, um, and then naming a random thing which I can't even think about. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Well, why would you do that? Because that's what you can't even think about it. So, why I can't do you even... name it? I, I don't know. It's crazy. Why does I do that? I don't know. <laughs> so, um, like I was saying, so I've got a list of the stuff she said, but then I've also got another list of some of the stuff which has been contradicted or that proves that she was lying about some of it. So I'll go through the stuff that she said first, and then we'll talk about that, and then I'll go on to the little list I have next to it of stuff which has been exposed, you could say. Wait so, a sec. Is this Oprah Winfrey we're talking about? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that's relevant. Why? <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that her last name was actually Winfrey, and I wasn't crazy. Oh, well, in my, I, I know you're making me second guess it now. But <laughs> hopefully, it is because we're going to call it. Oprah's just... last name Winfrey. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Siri, when was Op- What's Oprah's last name? <laughs> when was Oprah's last name? Twenty fourth of March, twenty eighteen. It's Red Nose Day, you dumbass. <laughs> Anyway. All right. So, okay, we'll start with number one. So, Megan um, claims that she had limited knowledge of the monarchy before she uh, <laughs> married into the family. So, <laughs> I can tell by that laugh. Um, yeah, it, bullshit. <laughs> so, <laughs> how do you not know about the like biggest like royal like well, monarchy in the world? You'd think, even if she was getting married to Harry, you'd think Harry would be like, okay, listen, this is what the royal family is. Or you'd think that she'd be sent mm. something saying, this is what you're getting into. Well, she bullshit. she claims that she um she never looked up Harry or she never looked up um, the matriarchy because um she assumed that everything that Harry told her was everything she needed to know. But it's the royal family. Yeah, but I think you look up a little bit more than, oh, um, Harry says this. So, And it goes yeah. to the point where... um. She was um, told before she met the Queen, like they were just in the car going to meet the Queen, and she, uh, Harry asked, you know, to curtsy. And then she didn't. So they had to learn that in the car before she went to go meet the Queen. And oh my she, God. she thought that was rude because, like, oh, you have to, well, whatever she thought it, but everyone thought, oh, you have to curtsy before your grandmother in law. But it's like, it's the Queen. <laughs> of yeah. course you have to. Everyone has to. Even Harry has to. Like, it's, he has to lift up his dress and curtsy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Greetings, grandmother. <laughs> like my little freckled dress. Move when I ran away. <laughs> oh, I went to the military. <laughs> uh, but like... <laughs> so yeah, um, and then she goes on to say that um, the fantasy of the royal family is nothing like what um, it is. And I'm like, well, obviously Well done. <laughs> it's not all dragons and princesses. <laughs> Are you going off to fight dragons again? Yes, I am, my love. You're a big hero. I'm going to fight a dragon. Oh, good luck, my love. (laughs) I'm going to go and learn magic from the fairy princess. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Did you not research? No, I thought you told me everything. (laughs) She said while flinging her arms around. (laughs) No, I guess I'll bring up this um, contradiction now. So um, the contradiction is that um, she's uh, well. Someone is either her childhood friend or her sister who came out and said that she used to fantasize the royal like family when she was young, and she used to dream about like being princess and etc. And thinking about the royal family. And she also wrote in her book about her research about the royal family. 
So mm. she came out in the interview and said she had no knowledge, and um, it's been already be contradicted by her friend or sister and herself. So, <laughs> idiots. Yeah, <laughs> it's just stop they, victimizing amount, yourself, idiots. Yeah, the amount of facts we've got on here, like Jesus Christ, they like, contradict her. It's ridiculous. But um, number two is that. Um, well, it's a pre. They had three days. Um, they had a wedding three days before their actual like public wedding, like privately by themselves with like I think it was close friends. But uh, they wanted to have that just to themselves before they had the whole public ceremony, which is fair enough. I mean, some people already do that, and I think they just wanted some privacy before they had the full television broadcast wedding, which isn't even their own image; it's just what's designed for them. Mm -hmm. so I, I completely understand that and I doubt she's making that up because why would she mm -hmm. <laughs> number three which is the juicy one is um, the press so she says that um, the, the monarchy f um, feared what the press will say about them so what they do is they, um, they, they dress up they do like these things and everything for the press and, and they get rewarded by um, painting the royal family in a good image yeah so um uh, we don't know if that's true we don't know if megan's making that up and the, the what's called the um institution hasn't come out and said anything about it so we don't know but uh, it would make sense and, and, and it does paint the press in a bad light and also it paints the um royal family in a bad light so uh people are in the royal family are disgusted that she came out and said that but they haven't said if it's true or not so <laughs> mm -hmm. and um harry said that there's a level of control by fear which paints it in a bad light as well so i don't know and um i don't know if that's full three yeah so um is that for that no it's not that's four five so <laughs> moving on so for four um sorry i have to read this before um yeah so um harry felt that he was trapped in the family even before megan came along to and it's when megan came along that he realized he could step away and he had an opportunity to step away with megan Mm -hmm. So it's interesting to know that um, Harry had these feelings before he even like m met an American and fell in love with an American. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's quite interesting that even people in the royal family are so... I mean, Harry, I don't know how much in air he is. Because I know once Charles comes in, he will be more in air than when Elizabeth is in. So I'm not, I'm not sure about the whole royal family thing. It's very confusing to me. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, number five is that um, she claimed, well, they both claimed that the family cut off their supply. So like their money and everything in 2020. Yeah. Once they left the royal family. And um, uh, the contradiction here is that um, it turns out that um, Charles um, supplied them with um, two, was it 2.4 or 2.8 million for security? Um, after they left which isn't nothing <laughs> so <laughs> um, she's obviously been making that up and she also claimed that they didn't have security so yes. um, yeah which they obviously do and it turns out she was using them as more of like caterers than security there's images of them getting coffee for her so and, she, mm -hmm, and she claims that she didn't have security yet there's images of her security getting her coffee the thing is, obviously some of it's true, but why do they need to make stuff up just to, like, victimise themselves more? It's like, mm -hmm. if you don't have enough to come out and call the royal family evil, then stop. And if you already do have enough, then stop making stuff up, because that just deflates your argument and makes you look mm -hmm. like a liar. Like, well, 
It's so dumb. Mm-hmm. Well, a point that um, what well, I think why they did this um, review is based off a point that comes up later on. I'll just bring up now. So they um, they have to like obviously since they're pretty much out of a job because um, they don't get paid unless you're working royals, which is a whole thing for their son later on. But sorry. I thought I was going to burp there. <laughs> or just a it's called. I know, right? <laughs> but, um, where was I going with that? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, is that the money thing? So, obviously, they're not working. So, what they do is they take these um, streaming service contracts to do reviews and that to make a bit of money for, like, for what they claim is security. Because all they care about is protecting their family. Well, that's what Harry said, which is fair enough. But like, when it's come out that Charles paid for like two point four million worth of security, mm-hmm. um, it, it just doesn't make sense at that point. So it's a little bit confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry um, feared that um, Meghan would end up like Diana because of her mixed race and the press. So. Do you, you know what happened to Diana, right? Princess Diana. Don't worry, Dan. I'll get us away from the paparazzi. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's not <laughs> That's exactly where I was going with That's that. That's a meme, okay? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't make that joke. But yes, she died in a car crash, correct? Mm, that's not really what I was implying, but like, uh, the more of like, she, she spoke out, and that's when like all the slander came on top of her. So that, and obviously, since that's Harry's mum. He's worried that his his wife's going to end up the same way. And obviously, as you've just pointed out, that's what happened at the end of that whole situation. So he's fearing for Meghan after all this. Which makes mm-hmm. you think, why did you take the interview? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gonna, like, but, uh, that's I'm sorry, Megan. I don't want you to be attacked by the press. So here, go on a very controversial interview where you will be attacked by the press inevitably. Mm. And then he also feared because um, Megan claims that she was not given any mental health support by the family. She was denied it, in fact, when she requested it. Well, why doesn't... What? what? Yeah, like, which doesn't make sense because, like, Diana got mental health support when she was in the same situation. Even Harry um, got mental health support yeah. when his mum died. And he this still had mental health support leading up the years. Like, and if, even if she couldn't get mental health support from the royal family, why doesn't she just get her own? Mm, she's American. She probably has someone in, like, yeah, LA. Like, God, it's so dumb. Some of these, some of the stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. come on. And um, they they claim that they didn't blindside the queen. So a whole um, thing in the news was that they just blindsided the queen and said, "We're leaving. Uh, go away. <laughs> we're we're moving to another country." But um, what actually happened in Harry's um, eyes, as he said it is um, what they did is they spoke with the Queen over multiple phone calls. They spoke with all the royal family about they want them wanting to leave, and they even considered moving to a Commonwealth country because that would have still been within their right. And, mm. But something happened, and they didn't go into like context of what happened, but uh, they ended up not doing that. So they were in talks, and they didn't blindside the Queen because he claims he has too much respect for his grandmother, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then uh, point seven is that Megan was forced to be silent. So she she wasn't um, told to be silent. She was forced to be silent, according to her. So um, while um, all this stuff would be happening, she would just have to say no comment. And what she said, um, where's the quote here? This, um, they were so willing to um, tell lies to protect the rest of the family, but they weren't willing to tell the truth to protect her in mm-hmm. the press. 
which is a really brilliant quote. I do like that quote because it does show like they will lie to protect others, but they won't tell the truth to protect one. Mm-hmm. And it does kind of point out the flaws in the royal family, if it is true again, because most of this has been bullshit, has t- I don't know, been shown. So it's kind of interesting. It's kind of like uh, unreliable storyteller in a way, but like less extreme because it's just different sides of the story and we don't know which one's true. And with the royal family, they're so secretive. And this, it's only glimpses like this that we really know what's happening on the inside. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what to believe. Yeah. Um, and number eight was that the queen was actually the kindest to her out of all the royal family, according to Meghan. And she thought of her as, like, it reminded her of her grandmother. And she, apparently she was so sweet and kind. She, like, invited her to all these, like, lunches and everything like that. And it was the other um, royal family members which didn't really treat her with the highest regard. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to know the Queen's nice. <laughs> because um, the Queen, she's um, obviously, she what the um, news said is that she's in her twilight years. So basically, um, to put it, like, bluntly, she's on death's door. So <laughs> she's kind of she's kind of worried that um, she doesn't want to... Um, for lack of a better saying. I'm not laughing because she's going to die. I'm laughing because she's immortal and she will never die. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's worried that when, like, everyone's going to die, it's inevitable. She's she's worried that when she's going to die, that she's going to leave the royal family in this mess. So she desperately wants to fix it before she leaves, we could say. And with all this, it's kind of broken apart, like literally like Harry and William, who are brothers, they're literally split. And then Harry doesn't speak to his father anymore. Like it's just so split because of this one interview. So it's mm. kind of mental and she's, she's fearing for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you might have heard of this one. So this is point nine. So the flower girl dress situation. Uh, this was the big, big news. And that's where they opened the interview on. So the original um, press said, well, original statement was that What's the flower girl? I'm literally about to tell you. So, um, okay. I thought Me- you were just going to go on to <laughs> <laughs> no. So, uh, Megan, um, so the press claimed that Megan made Kate, who is um, William's wife, cry because of the flower girl dresses at the wedding. And um, the whole news was, oh my God, I can't believe Megan made Kate cry. Like, it's all ridiculous. But then um, uh, in this interview, Megan says that it was actually the reverse, that Kate made Megan cry. Mm-hmm. And um, and she she didn't want to bring it up, and she didn't want the news to bring it up because Kate had um, already forgiven her, and she got her flowers and everything, and apologized. And so she, um, Megan didn't want this whole thing to blow up because um, it was literally nothing; it was a little like thing. And then the news took it, reversed it, and then put it out. And um, she was shocked at the royal family that they didn't deny it, mm-hmm. that they just let it be that lie, which ties into the other point, and it made them. Um, Megan feel like she, even though they claimed, oh, we'll protect you, we'll protect you, they made it feel like, oh, we're not protecting you. <laughs> we're protecting Kate. Because <laughs> we don't want to see her crying in the news, do we? But we want to see you crying. <laughs> so it's kind of messed up in a way. Yeah. Um, well, I've got something on the flower girl here, but I can't read my handwriting, so before we move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, all right, big, big one here. So, number 10 is that. Uh, she claims the royal family was concerned about the skin of her child. Oh, no. so um, yeah. So it's not because, basically, to put it long and short, it's not because um, oh, we're worried he's going to be black because mm-hmm. because of the fact that she's mixed race, and it's not the fact that they're worried because it's going to be black. It's because if the child is black, according to like what the matriarchy is built upon, 
um, that um, if they chose black, they are not entitled to a, a title. What? Yeah. So it dates back to, I think it was George V. So it's the uh, Queen's great grandfather, I do believe. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm skipping too many generations or skipping back, but it is George V. And he's the one that put set in the rules. And I don't think they can change that or change it so quickly. So um, mm. it's it's because of that that they only marry inside of England, and that's why there's a whole controversy with America because you can get mixed race and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Even you get them in the UK, but like the less chance. Mm-hmm. So that's why they were so worried about the child's skin because they may not get a title. Um, but Meghan took that the wrong way and took it like, oh, they're worried because yeah. it will be mixed race. That's and- what I heard as well. It's like um, I heard that uh, it was because of the titles, but I didn't know much about it. Even when I heard her say that they were concerned it was black, it was going to be black. I was like, would they really say that if they were being racist? Like, mm. And um, bit, mm. she 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 blamed that on the child getting no security. She was like, all oh, I want is security for my son, and they won't get it because he won't get a title because he's black. When that is just completely not the case. Like he won't get his title, and um, he's not. He, she claims it's his birthright for the title. When that is completely not the case, because the only re- the only way he's ever going to get a title is if Charles becomes the king, which mm-hmm. will happen after Elizabeth. So once he becomes the king, that ch- mixes the whole dynamic, which then sprouts off. Because even the queen's um, youngest son's daughters, they don't even have titles. Yeah, even though they're directly linked to Elizabeth, and it's because of the whole like how it branches out. So he will only become prince, the child, and uh, once Charles is king, and mm-hmm. after he's not king, we don't even know what will happen to that title. So he's not even allowed security, and he won't even be allowed security anyway because security is only for working members of the party. And what yeah. is he? <laughs> he's a child. How is he working? <laughs> so he's not going to get security regardless. So she's just taking, she's taking the fact that they said, oh, but he's. He might be black, and they, she's taken that, taking all this stuff she's heard, and then going, "Bam!" That's why, even though when you look into it, it's a lot more complex than she is making out to be. Mm-hmm. And she, it makes me wonder though, like, why is she doing this whole interview when she hasn't even fact checked herself? Like, she said stuff in the past which contradicts what she's saying in this, and it just doesn't make sense why she wouldn't it, even research. Well, the way it's going, it sounds like I hate to be that person, but it sounds like she's just acting and making it. See- yeah, no, villainizing the royal family and like you know trying mm-hmm. like just making herself the victim to benefit herself or something i don't know mm-hmm. people like... are claiming that she's playing off the diana situation because you're thinking about these situations uh, like all the like oh and um, the ha- hateful speech the um, suicide force it's very similar to what happened to diana mm-hmm. and obviously that's making harry panic because that what happened to his mother um, the ending so like everyone's thinking is she playing harry and the world just to like get her son in, to be prince or something like that and mm-hmm. it, it it obviously i'm not i'm not saying that i'm not claiming i'm i'm not on anybody's side and me saying that yes yeah, like it's it's a very touchy subject and that's why i said it's like gonna get very heavy it, because like we can say stuff and but we're not on any side it's just very strange that's all it's like mm-hmm. like you said why wouldn't she do the research like she's about to go on the world, she, the Oprah. whole world is going to see it. Everybody, even the royal family themselves. Why mm. would you not research? Like, because um, sure. I think it was 40 million in the end total who watched this. Jeez. And that's when the royal family was like, oh, I can't believe you. Why would you say that in front of like 40 million? Mm-hmm. But um, 
yeah so it's very yeah and then obviously no support mental health and then the whole suicide thing which um the goth girls were sitting in front of me at school got a real kick out of mm-hmm. and when they were talking about it on the news they were like me and you both sister that's like dude or gals <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ why no. that guy got painted nails what the frick <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's an inside joke. We'll explain it after. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like the whole suicide thoughts and that. And like, she can get help. It's not, she claims she's denied it, but like, obviously you can go out of the royal family, but I guess there's maybe stipulations for that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a whole can of worms. And like, yeah, I, I don't know what to say about it. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's not really much to say yet until the royal family gives a proper statement. Mm-hmm. Which is very unlikely they will or not. Mm-hmm. But with something this big, I, I they have to, don't they? Yeah, really, they do. Mm, it's just a whole can of worms, and she's pretty much secured her places, like not getting accepted back. <laughs> yeah, all we can do is basically just like conspiracy and mm. all that shit. Exactly, conspiracy theories. It's all it is. So I'd rather just wait until like all the facts come out until I give my full opinion on it, because it's yeah. like you don't want to say the wrong thing and it ends up being completely false, and then you look like complete idiot yeah so that, that's what i'm saying like we're not mate we're not telling you like oh this is true this is true this is true we're no. clearly ju- we're just saying the facts and then saying what comes to mind it's not we're not taking sides or anything we're just talking about it mm-hmm. it's just a strange situation is all at the moment mm-hmm. so we'll see what comes of it in the coming weeks this is very new news like i sat down and watched the whole interview and just made these little clips so there's whole there's loads more like um their new child is going to be a door and etc etc and who knows what her title could be because of the whole situation mm-hmm. but yeah that's pretty much just, just us summing up we'll report it more if more gets released and then maybe next week maybe the week after but yeah so cut to time code half an hour then <laughs> damn it it wasn't <laughs> yeah, 21 minutes yeah no we got a bit too deep into that but <laughs> i'm glad we talked about it it's an f- interesting topic to talk about yeah but yeah let's move on so um gaming Take the floor. <laughs> Hello, everybody. My name is Fraser Gray. Thank you for coming to my And I'm not an talk. alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I got the PS5. Yes. Um, and I'm just going to give my thoughts on it quickly. Uh, it's, it's really good. Really good. Um, I'm glad that I can play my PS4 games in much higher quality and the loading times are way faster, like, Fucking GTA Five instant, like oh my god, I love it. Um, like it was completely worth the money that I paid for it, which wasn't actually too high. So, how far over retail did you go? Just for context. Um. So. So retail is four fifty. Yeah, four fifty, and the one I got was like six twenty five, maybe. I think it's not as outrageous as some people are selling. Nine hundred. Mm. So yeah, I would say you got a good deal there. Yeah, definitely. And any exclusives? Any what are you playing? Oh, uh, Demon Souls. Um, that was the first uh, PS5 exclusive that I got, and oh my god, I fucking love it. It's so good. Um, it's the first uh, PS5 game. Uh, my friend Adam especially agrees with me when I say this. It's the first PS5 game which has come out so far, which uh, takes full advantage of the PS5's capabilities. Um, like it uses a lot of the new technology that the ps5 offers whereas other games like hitman 3 and all that stuff are just you know i think the um sony first party titles are really gonna blow the waters out with this um because i think like hitman 3 is just a ps4 game on the ps5 basically that's all it is really Mm -hmm. and it's the same with a lot of the other games but this feels like a next gen game it feels 
it it looks so fucking good. It plays so well, and it has so many hidden details as well on the enemies and everything. It's it's so good. Yeah, because um, I was um I was looking at um well Spider Man Miles Morales, which you can play on PS4, but like comparing the PS4 version with the PS5 version is night and day. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of like how much like they really managed to implement every bit of the PS5, like not every bit, but mm-hmm. like the reflections, the ray tracing, everything that you don't get on the PS4 on the PS5's Miles Morales just looks incredible, and it makes me want to get a PS5. Yeah, it's so good. Um, there's also a little detail I like um, in Demon Souls that one of the mechanics is uh, losing your body. So if you die, you turn into soul form and you're kind of like a white misty ghost thing that runs about. And until you beat a boss or consume an item, you will get your body back and more, um, more health and all that stuff. Um, and the animation where you get your body back is really good. You're, it's like your skeleton is formed, and then all the muscles are formed, and then your armor covers it. And it's it's over in an instant, but like if you slow it down, you can see all of it, and it's just it's so good, man. Like, mm, cool. Like I said, it, it uses the PS5's capabilities really, really well, and especially the adaptive triggers are, are really interesting as well. That's what I was going to ask you about. So, what about the controller? How mind blowing or compared to the PS4 is it? Well, um, you know how the PS4 uh, and the Xbox One and all that stuff. You know the vibrations in the controller. Uh, um, yeah. Well, in this controller, they have select- selective vibrations. Like, for example, um, if there's lightning in the game, uh, but uh, some vibrations will only happen in certain parts of the controller. And I just noticed that when playing Demon Souls in the first cutscene, there was lightning. And I was like, wait, there's vibrations at this part of the controller and this part of the controller, like at completely opposite ends of the controller in different areas. And it's like, in the Xbox One or PS4 controllers, the vibrations would just happen all throughout the controller. Yeah, it just pisses me off at this point. The yeah. Xbox controller, like, especially since mine's a bit broken, every time there's a vibration in the game, it's just... Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> but here, it, it's very dynamic. It, it feels so good. Like, um, in Demon's Souls, if you get hit on your left side, only the left side of the controller will vibrate. And there's different levels of vibration. It will vibrate very softly, where you can, where you can't really feel it too much, but it's there. And then it like it's so good. I can't even describe it, man. Hmm. And the triggers are cool as well. I really like the triggers. Um, uh, for example, in Demon Souls. Sorry, I keep bringing up Demon Souls. It's the, <laughs> no, the it's only, fine. it's the only one that I have which has this stuff. Um, but uh, with Demon Souls, if you want to pull a, if you have a bow and arrow, you ha- the more you pull on the trigger to like pull the bow back the the harder the trigger gets to pull back until you've like fully pulled it uh pulled the trigger to its base it's so good man like i can't wait to play far cry uh, six with this shit man like it'll is that be so still cool. this year or i have no idea anymore <laughs> my uncle asked me the other day when when's that new batman game coming out and i was like oh, i've done fucking no there's a new batman game <laughs> 2021 the gotham knights oh yeah i completely forgot about that <laughs> oh it's coming out july i think actually yeah, is that been confirmed? Because last time I checked it, it was um, just 2021. I don't know. I think it was July last time I checked, but I don't know. Might be well, because I shit. don't know. So say I'm... Well, there's a whole um, thing I was thinking the other day when I... Well, after the Halo news, which was just announced, I was like, God damn it, I really want to play the new Halo and it looks really good. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll get the Xbox Series X. And I was like, no, but I want to play the PS5 games. It looks so cool. And I'm like, oh, Halo. So like, what what do you recommend I do? I- I definitely recommend getting the PS5 because um, 
Well, it just feels like it has a lot more. I don't know. It it just feels. I guess it look. It's better than the. In my opinion, it's better than the Xbox right now, um, because the Xbox really fucked their exclusive titles at the moment. Like, um, <laughs> but I feel like they'll make it back in the long run with the amount of studios they have and oh, the games they've announced. But like right now, I think they're yeah. They had definitely. no launch games. <laughs> Let's just go say something. Yeah, definitely. But um, with the Xbox One game, uh, Xbox Series X. Sorry, fuck now. That name is so dumb. Um. <laughs> They um, it still looks like their Xbox Series X games could play on the Xbox One sometimes. Um, What's the point? Like they're gonna they look very dumbed down for the Xbox One version, but then the Xbox Series X version is gonna be fucking like mm-hmm. high definition. Well, I'd uh, I definitely recommend getting the PS Five at least at the moment because like you have to feel the adaptive triggers in the controller and everything, man. Like the controller is fucking crazy. The thing like, is, though, um, this is a tangent with the um, whole PS5, well, P- PlayStation in general. It's, um, you see the analog sticks. Do you yes. prefer the Xbox way or the PlayStation way? What do you mean? Like, so, you know, with um, Xbox, you've got your thumb up top and then thumb oh, down bottom. I, I don't with really PlayStation, you got to. Because every time I try to play a PlayStation game, I, I just get, I, they feel too close for me. And what I really like about the um, Xbox controller is that I have my, for like looking, looking left and right will be bottom and then well, moving will be the top one this, but then with these i just get too confused i don't know that's just me i see a lot of people I, with I that think, same issue uh i well i've kind of grown up with have you grown up with both consoles uh, in a way i kind of i am well, i grew up with wii but then i got an xbox 360 i kind of had that but then at the same time um uh well my sister's dad who was with my mum at the time he had a ps3 so i also grew up with a ps3 and have ps3 games we haven't played in like 10 years but like mm-hmm. i i played with both but i just always like default back to the xbox controls and i don't know what it is about it and i wonder if i'll well, ever get used to it well this i think you'll be happy with this new controller because it feels a lot like the xbox uh, one controllers because when i picked it up i was like this feels like an xbox controller it feels weighty and all that stuff it feels like an xbox controller Hmm. Um, and I'm not really bothered about the analog sticks. I can switch between either or. I don't really have that problem that you say. Hmm. Um, but I don't. I don't think it's that big of an issue on this. Like it just feels good. It feels nice to hold. I have yeah. to him. Whereas I'll the, to, the, to Playsta- the PlayStation Four controllers felt so bad, though. Like I, I, I will admit. Yeah, that's that. what I was talking about. They're it's... they're they're far too skinny, and they feel like they're going to break in your hands. And the I guess the analog sticks do feel too close together, but. Here it feels a lot more natural, I guess. Okay. So I think you'd be happy with the PS5, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's just because I remember playing PlayStation 4 once, and then I was playing and with my left hand, I was moving the analog stick, and I went to go down to press the D-pad, but then it was just <laughs> flipping off the controller, so I was like, oh, fuck. And then I had to go up to press the D-pad, and it was just a whole new experience. It was crazy. But <laughs> I'm sure I will get used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, um, what's your overall thoughts of PS5 so far, then? Uh, so far, brilliant. I just hope it doesn't brick 9 out of 10. <laughs> Would you ever get the Xbox Series X moving on? Uh, definitely. Uh, maybe in a year or two I will. Um, it just depends. Well, we're moving, us personally, we're moving into the stage of life where we're getting jobs, we're getting money. So, mm. it, <laughs> Well, after COVID, let's just say. <laughs> so we're moving on to college, we're getting money, we're getting etc. We're moving on to a whole new stage of our lives where in the past, like we'd have to rely on, Mum, can I get the Xbox for Christmas? Where now we can go into we have the opportunity to go into jobs and we can earn money and if we still over our mum's say extra money for the next Xbox and PlayStation. So, you know. Mm. If we're in a better position than we are, say, when the Xbox three sixty or Xbox One came out. 
yeah, to yeah. get both. It's yeah. more, even though probably won't. Like, I don't know. I'm starting to lose. Like, I'm starting to lose my gamer. <laughs> no. but, um, I just when I like a, a year ago, I'd been like grinding the battle pass in Apex to get all the tiers so I could get unlocked. I'm only tier thirty right now, and all I play is Halo at night just to unwind. I'm really like I'm losing. I hopefully the PS5 will bring me back in with like the graphics and everything like that. But honestly, it's just. Game is getting a bit dull for me now. I don't know. That's just because of the Xbox One. Yeah, Xbox is boring. <laughs> well, I kind of had that too with the um, Xbox One until I got the PS4 because I guess getting a new console just kind of freshens everything up. Yeah, new like, console jits. Yeah, it gives you like a new opportunities and all that stuff. You know, I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. When you get a PS4, get Bloodborne, you dick. <laughs> yeah maybe maybe <laughs> well no because you in the previous podcast I can't remember which one it was but you recommended Bloodborne to me it was my style of Soulsborne game so yeah oh, I'll definitely get that one definitely yeah so um, yeah let's move on to our final most likely ever topic unless this is season 2 um, of WandaVision I hope fucking not <laughs> um, well I, I kind of hope there will be a Wanda series or at least a movie I want a Wanda movie but um I think um, hope it's well, not boring like this series, and it doesn't end very <laughs> horribly like this series. <laughs> I've had a so, few days to think. I hate this ending, and I hate this series. Anyway. Okay, so um, obviously you can go back and watch um all the um reviews of One Division. I haven't made them into highlights yet, but that's something I could do if you want it. Um, tell me in the highlights channel. Go subscribe after this. But um, we're going to be doing our overall thoughts after we do all the ranking. So. We've ranked the, or hopefully you have, but we've ranked the um, episodes from nine to one, so uh, worst to best, and we're going to go through them like we used to. It's it's a classic. How well, how long has it been since we've done a ranking? It's been a it's been a minute. Done a real wanking <laughs> ranking. Well, because the last time we did it, <laughs> the last time we did it was before um, the Transformers, yeah, because we started. Well, maybe oh, yeah. wasn't because yeah, it was Transformers, and I was ages ago now. Mm-hmm. Because um, we well speaking of episode thirty, we've been doing consistent episodes this whole year, and we're in March now, so it's kind of crazy. So yeah, hopefully we'll have fifty-two by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so one division. So we're going to be ranking them. Let's go. So let's start with our nine options. So what is the worst episode of WandaVision in your eyes? Episode nine. Episode nine is your ninth. Yes, it is the worst. Okay. Um, I've got episode seven, Breaking the Fourth Wall, which is the office episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so awkward, that intro, I must yeah. say, like because I was expecting it to go to the office. It's like um, with um, how it should have ended when they try to replicate the theme of the um, movie, but then yeah. they change it on the last note. It just annoys me so much. <laughs> but no, um, my main problems with um, episode seven is um, it's just it was very boring. It, it, it felt like nothing happened. Like, we, you know, with the other sitcom episodes, it felt like there was something there. But with this one, it was like um, it was 21st century um, sitcom but it didn't really feel like it they just kind of just went oh wonders it just felt boring and then it was exposition i just didn't like it well the final episode just felt like such a bad finale Mm. like for a show like wandavision it shouldn't have ended with a giant flying cgi fight i'm just saying Mm. like it was just so bad man the only part i enjoyed about that was the white vision fight and that was like five minutes oh yeah definitely oh my god it's so bad Mm-hmm. I'm glad the kids are dead anyway. <laughs> well, they may not be. <laughs> I hope they are. But, um, <laughs> so our ninth is um, episode nine and episode seven. So our eighth, uh, what's your eighth? 
Um, my eighth is episode seven. Okay, breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Um, mine is the series finale, episode nine. <laughs> so um, we kind of flipped them. There, I think we so... might have the same. Uh, yeah, seven. I think the um, I think from nine to five, or at least nine to six, we'll have the same ones. But then I think it might change a bit from five to one. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess um, well, I'll speak about it in reverse. So um, the series finale, I just um, like you said, it was just very boring. It shouldn't have ended in a MCU fight. It really oh, should. That... If they, if... I forgot to add this in, but I... sorry to interrupt you. The whole part where she's being confronted by the town was so awkward. By the way, <laughs> like it was so badly made. Like, mm-hmm. come on, guys. <laughs> she shouldn't have got away with it. <laughs> yeah. She chokes them all, and it's like, I'm sorry, stop it, stop it. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go on. find my children now. Goodbye. Yeah, so, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was, a, it was just a, I, it was a glorified fight, and I watched all the episodes in order leading up to this, and even then, the pacing still felt bad. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. It was just, it, it, there was more they could have done. If they were going to do, this is a sitcom series where they take the tropes from sitcoms there should have been more i was expecting at the beginning of this that the, the final battle would be transitioning between sitcom styles or something mm-hmm, or something cool like that but then like you said it's just a cgi flying battle i thought that the like by the trailers or like the pictures that i'd seen because i hadn't seen the trailers because i didn't want this to be spoiled i thought that like you said it'd be transitioning between styles and the her whole world would have been breaking down and all that stuff but no, it was just very bland and boring. Mm-hmm. But anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that's our episode. Well, that's our ninth, eighth spots even. So our seventh. What's your seventh? Eight. Uh, eight. Same. Previously yep. on. So that's the uh, Wanda prequel episode, you could say. Um, mm-hmm. What bothers me about this episode is that I really wish it was just a movie. I wanted to see this in a movie, not in a, like, oh, we'll snap between this, like, because it doesn't, it doesn't, like, relate back to sitcoms. All it does is just, it's exposition in the episode. Mm-hmm. And like you said in the review of the episode, some of it, we, the imagery was just best left untouched. Like, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, cool, this is so cool. We finally get to see the scene. But then I'm ultimately, in hindsight, disappointed by it because it's just not what I expected. Mm-hmm. We were trapped under rubble and this thing was only inches from our face. No, it's across the room and we could have left any time. <laughs> we tried yeah. for days. So is that all you just hate about the episode? I don't think it was exposition. The episode. Yeah. The only reason I put it above the others is because it was just better than the others. Also, Agatha Harkness's acting was annoying. <laughs> I quite like Agatha Harkness. I must say, she gets she gets better in the next episode, but this episode mm-hmm. she sucked. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, six. What's your six? Um, my sixth is. Oh, sorry, I accidentally closed it. Um. Episode four. Okay. And mine is episode five on a very special episode. Wait, no, I opened the wrong thing. It was episode five. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, um, yeah, uh, this was the, um, I think it was the 80s episode. And it was the, yeah. it just felt like the tee up for the um, Halloween spectacular episode. It felt like nothing much really happened. Um, 80s, um, I w- was excited for it going in, but then it just didn't turn out being what I expected the 80s to be. And um, it was very, it wasn't very good. I, I like the story and the sparky bit was quite funny, but like, um, sparky bit where he dies. Yeah, I just <laughs> I find that funny. <laughs> Not the fact that a dog died; it's the fact they handled it like that. Jaden <laughs> loves animal cruelty. Oh God! But, um, <laughs> you heard I don't. It here first. I don't. <laughs> but um, uh, the children were alright. I like the children. Uh, the actors, um, they well, I like the final actors for the children. They're not so much, but I mean, they are child actors. So there's not much you can do. You and um, 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, the whole point of the episode was Agatha trying to age them up so she could gain more power. And it, we, in hindsight, you get it. But like when you were watching it in a sitcom style, it didn't really make much sense. Mm-hmm. What did you think? I'm glad they're dead. Uh, <laughs> I have the same thoughts. <laughs> oh, God. If I was you, I'd be going, oh, you heard it here first. Face of all the children was buried dead. Or something. I don't know. Well, that's true. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I wouldn't anyway, deny what are you that. <laughs> what are um, you basically, the exact same as you. Um, I felt like they didn't. A problem with the later episodes, they don't take as much advantage of the time period and the the sitcom elements, really. Mm, for a show that's saying, like, what I like about what we'll get into is the. I, I assume we'll have pretty much the same for is the first few episodes where they take full advantage of the sitcom style. Yeah. It just it works better than when they try to do stuff like this. They got lazy. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just the sitcoms they tried to replicate. It wasn't the ones I was expecting, and by that extension, I guess I was disappointed, which I'll get into in the overview. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that was a uh, that was our sixth. So fifth, uh, what's your fifth? Um, uh, Halloween spooktacular. Really? Yes. Okay. So um, for my fifth, I've got we interrupt this program, which is okay. episode four. Okay. So that's the um, from their point of view episode. So you go first with spooktacular. Um. Well, I just kind of. I don't know. I just didn't like the episode that as Fair much. Enough. I don't know why, uh, but um, and it's not to say it's bad. Like it's just not as good as the others. Yeah, it's not bad. It's uh, actually quite good. It's just I don't know. It wasn't. I didn't like as it as good. much. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Really, yeah. I don't really have anything to criticize. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and I've put um, we interrupt this program in the middle because um, I liked um. I liked the exposition for because this was episode four, so we were three episodes in, not knowing what was happening. Uh, three really good episodes in, and then we got this episode, and I did enjoy this episode. And um, it's just uh, it felt like it broke it for me, and I felt this was the tipping point, if you will, of the series because like we had sitcom, 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 and then we had this blank episode, which I was like, oh, cool, so we get to see what they're doing. But then after that, the sitcom style kind of took a backseat to the MCU stuff in the later episodes, if you will, mm-hmm. because they transitioned between sitcom, MCU, sitcom, MCU, and they felt like they really wanted to show the story in the MCU parts, but I wanted to see the sitcom parts, which is yeah. why I want to watch the series. Idiots. So I put this episode here because it, I felt like this is the turning point, because after that, it did split. But before that, it was pure sitcom, so that's why I put it in the middle. Yeah. Turning characters were nice. <laughs> but um, fourth, what's your fourth? Uh, we interrupt this program. Okay. And I've got episode two, Don't Touch That. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the weirdest title of all of them, I must say. <laughs> Don't touch, touch that. that dial. Yeah. Idiot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, go first. Uh, same as yours, really. I I don't have anything else to say. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, um, yeah. yeah Good. No, it's, it's I said I and I don't know why. Oh, okay. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, don't touch the style then. <laughs> I must have um, put the brackets because I put sixties after. It must have been the deep that I gave up. <laughs> That's the seventies one. Is it? Wait, no. no. I'm joking. No, it is the sixties. Oh, you confused me there. I was like, what? <laughs> it didn't feel seventies. <laughs> no, it's, it's basically the fault. We got episode one and episode two together, and it, it was a really nice episode. I just didn't like it as much as um, the original mm-hmm. or the first one. So yeah, that's all I have to say on it. Very good episode. Yeah. All right, number three. What's your third? Uh, don't touch that dial. 
<laughs> and then I've got um, filmed in, uh, filmed in front of a live audience, which I have wrote filmed before a live audience. Is that right? Or is it filmed in front? It's filmed before. Filmed before a live audience. I did get that right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a 50s episode. So you go first. Well, um, I this is where I get into episodes that I fully like. <laughs> I like the um I like how the mystery is like more you know mm-hmm. followed and I like how creepy it is as well. Um like I like how the colors invade the black and white. Um yeah. especially the red blood stain part that was quite creepy and I liked that and um they were taking this was when they were taking advantage of the whole sitcom elements and stuff like that but you know it was really good I liked that. Mm-hmm. One. Because, like, what I felt they lost in the later episodes is because in this, like, it's a mystery. You don't know who that voice is. You don't know insectors. You don't know this. You don't know that. But then when they split it in episodes five going onward, you know what's happening because of what's happening. And mm-hmm. there's not much mystery or creepiness to it. So I think they definitely lost that with the style they went for later on. Yeah. But um, I got um, filmed before a live audience because I just think this episode was great. It reminded me of, like, good old, like, proper sitcoms, like classic sitcoms, like Dick Van Dyke. It was just really it was a treat to watch just to say that yeah. and then it was it was nice to watch because of the sitcom stone and the creepy like bit at the end with like him choking but i thought that was showing us the theme of the season and they did for a majority of it but i wanted to see more of that i wanted to see the sitcom but then it breaks and then I, that's what happens and it shows the reality and it's almost horror in a way yeah and i, I really enjoyed that that was my favorite part and that's why this episode's in for it okay so uh, yeah, so number two, number two, uh, filmed before our live studio audience, <laughs> <laughs> and then I've got now in color. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so I well now in color is probably um if it wasn't for spectacular, which is obviously my number one, um it probably would have been my favorite because I really enjoyed this episode. I like the um that this one was the seventies. You're not going to fool me on that one. <laughs> I really like this. Oh, but this was the seventies style, and I really like the colors, like the vibrance. It's a really like cool, like atmosphere, like the mm-hmm. costume design, and then the story of the episode about her being pregnant and trying to hide it, and like all this like pregnancy stuff manifesting because of her powers, like the swan or the water and everything. It just, it really played with Wanda, and it really like. I felt this episode was the one that took the most advantage of Wanda being Wanda in a sitcom show. Because mm-hmm. it, it wasn't just her flailing stuff about, it was her like changing stuff around her. And yeah. like it really showed, like it, it, that what set the seeds for later on. And it, I really like the vision part of the end. I like the, like the mystery with like Agatha outside or Agnes we knew at the time. And it, it was just a really nice story and it probably would have been my favourite once for her episode. Well, yeah. for my number one. So you go now. That's it. Uh, um well it's just the first episode really there's not really much else to say it's it was great i really i enjoyed the whole sitcom thing and it was very mysterious and the whole bit at the end where he was choking was creepy it was was really great i really liked it obviously we knew how it turned out (laughs) (laughs) but yes more more of that in the overview (laughs) but yeah i don't really have anything else to say that's really it really thought so number one What's your number one? Well, obviously uh, it's now in color. <laughs> no, it's Halloween spectacular. No, it's uh, now in color. Yeah, okay. Um, mine's obviously um, Halloween spectacular. I thought it was now in color. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> now in color is number two. What are you joking? It's the season finale. <laughs> no, no, it's it's Winter Soldier. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, um, with um, Halloween Spooktacular, um, I obviously it was based off Malcolm in the Middle, and that was a show. It was a very mysterious show to me growing up. Like it was on telly, and then I never really knew what it was until this show came out, and I was like, "Oh, that's the thing that was on." It's like, a, it's like one of those like creepy pastors where it's like, "I watched a TV show." No, it's like the it's, it's kind of like a situation like with K Nine, where I saw K Nine oh, on yeah. TV when I was growing up, but it wasn't until years later when I was like. That's K9? <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. But um, it's kind of like that situation where I was like, oh, so that's Malcolm in the Middle. Okay, I get it now. That's something like, I remember. And I thought it was a really cool like um, story show. Like, the style of this episode was amazing. I like the like costume. I like the setting. I liked um, Evan Peters. He was amazing. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Wanda was amazing. Vision's story was amazing. The whole um, Agatha sequence was amazing. I, really, I just really enjoyed this episode. I'd say it's my favourite out of all of them. Yeah, I do have to say that episode, uh, even though I didn't like it that much, it really did sell me that it was early 2000s, like Malcolm in the Middle. They really mm. did really well with that. So, you know, great. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's my favorite episode out of the whole season. So, what's your favorite? Well, we'll explain why. <laughs> um, well, like you said, um, uh, the color in this is very vibrant. And it's because back then when they got advantage of and like um i'm really glad that this took advantage of that and um yeah it was, it was really good and i like the ending where it was um what was it again it was a uh... vision or um uh what's the name um yeah i've seen matilda it's um miranda or something like yeah that. i like that oh i've forgotten it yeah, so it, yeah her, i don't really have anything else to say but it was really good So yeah, that's our ranking of all the episodes of the season. So what's our <laughs> overall thoughts I hear you asking? Because all the people will definitely watch us. <laughs> so, um, oh, by the way, for you people who um, skipped the um, <laughs> Megan Marple situation, you can come back in now. <laughs> I forgot to say. But um, yeah, so I want to hear your thoughts first. What were your overall thoughts of the series? Because I feel like overall. we have very opposing, or maybe not very, but slightly opposing. So I want to hear your first. It's yeah, overall, what did you think of um, One Division? Like this a year? solid mystery, but the way they went about it and the way they concluded it was very disappointing and very um, underwhelming, let's just say. Um, and it, it kind of felt like mm-hmm. not even halfway f- through the season, it kind of started to lose its charm, um, I guess. Because like, like I said, the more the story was becoming available yeah. to us and the more we knew the less exciting it actually was. So that's really all I can say right now until you tell your side. Yeah. So um, I, when we were told that there was going to be a, a show, the first ever Disney Plus show, uh, was going to be a show about Wanda and Vision being in a sitcom reality, and each episode would be a transition between each um, sitcom mm-hmm. era from the 50s to the 2001s. Or twenty ones, whatever it's called, and I was like, hell yeah, because I love sitcoms. I grew up on sitcoms, and I watched sitcoms in my spare time, and whatever. I have whole stories about sitcoms, which I can get into in another podcast episode. But um, yeah, so it's it's a big part of my life, sitcoms. And when I heard that, like Wanda and Vision, which is a very nice um character, were very nice characters in the MC. When I heard they were going to be, in, I was like, hell yeah, it's going to be amazing. And then it started off amazing. It was amazing from episodes one, two, to three. 
and then episode four came in mm-hmm. with the on what's it called and we interrupt this p- program and it just it, it it brung us into the mcu and what made this show great was that it was daring it dared not to be the mcu um, it dared to take the characters and put them in a whole new like reality but then i kind of feel like they were worried and they were like well no we need mcu so that's yeah. why as the show progressed it became more and more yeah, mcu definitely. and i think that's where it lost it in my opinion like the mystery went mm-hmm. the horror ish went the creeping fa- the creepy factor went because they were trying to like sell us on a story which i didn't really need yeah all i wanted to see was wandering etc etc but um one another big thing about it is um <laughs> oh my is the way they released it you could say because um a really big problem with this series is like i don't think we would be having yeah. as much problems with this if it was a netflix style show where it's all released at once but the fact that we got a week between episodes it it gave people yeah, the chance to go oh, mephisto 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 ultron 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 and then when you went into the next episode and mephisto wasn't there or ultron wasn't there and it it, it left a very like unsatisfying feeling to it and you Did called call it, bad, it bad writing which i have to disagree with and i don't think it's bad writing yeah, you called it bad writing, mm-hmm. yeah, because it didn't like go to Ultron, and it didn't like it because it's just well, fan I'll theories at the end of the day, and it's not a story they, they want to tell. And um, I'll explain later. Okay. Well, um, it's just it, it's mm-hmm. too much fan expectation, and I think that's what messed with the show. So going into Winter Soldier, um, I'm going to <laughs> stop <laughs> theorizing Darn about Mephisto, Mephisto, Ultron, Ultron. I'm going to stop. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is he ultra? Is he the White Vision? <laughs> but no, I just I think when you watch these shows and they come out weekly, I just think you need to dole down on the fan expectation. And I think because um, Paul Bettany's in deep shit right now at Marvel Good. because of um, because of what he did. So obviously he um, he was like, oh, I can't wait to work with this amazing yeah. actor, and then that sent the community. But he said that on episode one. As he like, it spiraled from there and he felt so guilty like in the interview after like because <laughs> it's just a joke it's a harmless um quite funny joke in hindsight but like, it pissed people off because and it pissed marvel off because it, it made people look at these yeah. episodes and go where's where's Bobetti's character <laughs> so yeah um kind of worrying there and it's just stuff like that like the one little thing sent the whole people into mephisto dr strange ultron well, and i think that really yeah, let the show i down agree with in you on a lot of that yeah so So what were you saying about the... Because in the last episode, or I can't remember, it was like, because you said that all these fan expectations... It wasn't they didn't fulfill uh, them, because they didn't fulfill writing, the fan expectations. It's just because they didn't take full advantage of the story elements. Um, and it's like, they could have gone way further with the show, not even okay. like talking about Mephisto or Ultron or anything. They could have made the show way more interesting. And it just felt kind of... I don't want to say amateur, but that's what comes to mind. Like, show like it just feels so mm-hmm. unsatisfying i guess even it, i wasn't expecting a mephisto or i wasn't expecting an ultron or anything like that i just wanted a good satisfying ending and i still didn't get it even though i wasn't i had no expectations mm-hmm. expectations for the show and i just think the direction that they went with this whole thing was just very just uninspired and like not very creative and <laughs> at all really um it just felt very basic, I guess, is what I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I got really hyped up for was good. Ultron because obviously there was the credits leaked and all that was. But the thing is, though, for that casting, mm-hmm. all that was was Ultron said something in a vision. 
and mm. that's that's all his character was and that's why he was credited like no. <laughs> don't credit him at that point because it's just no and then it, that's the thing but then honestly yeah he a was lot never of me and a lot up. of people knew mephisto was never going to show up in this not not only because of the story mm-hmm. and how like they would never use mephisto in this yeah <laughs> they would use agatha harkness in this and only agatha harkness she's not a minion like she she's the one that trained scarlet witch in the comics she's not a minion of mephisto like jesus christ and then also there's real world um, implications because what is um, movie and TV and the MCU in particular China. its biggest market? It's China. <laughs> and in a, a place That's where the like. imagery of the devil, also ghosts, Mephisto no is, ghosts. is not allowed. <laughs> yeah, no. So you're not allowed that stuff in China, their biggest market. So they would never put Mephisto in their first ah, the ever from um, 1989 Disney Plus series where they're trying to sell it to China. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, I don't. No. I don't want to see a child with any skulls on their t-shirt. And if I see, and if I see <laughs> one skull in that Fortnite, I'm oh, going to Terminator. I think game panics. <laughs> no more. How are we going to put in Ghost Rider? Uh, anyway. We'll just make him a rope. <laughs> <laughs> just one person gets a really deep scar on their face. <gasps> that's probably how healthcare works, there. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I know that's what's talking about. Well, they did shoot people with COVID, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, that's all right. I don't think we could put a number on an overall of a series. (laughs) So we'll just say, um, okay, maybe Fraser can put a number on it. I'm just going to say it was good and Mm -hmm. it it dipped below because of expectations and writing, I guess, and pacing. But yeah. Oh my God, I can't. But luckily, next week, what are we getting? I think this is exactly so what we need fight. right now. <laughs> I just cannot wait to sit down and watch this show with my mum next week. Like, oh my god. I cannot. I can't wait, man. Oh my god. It's going to be good. <laughs> because it is honestly, like, it, I'm, like, I just complained that, oh, this show um, tried to be too much mm-hmm. MCU, but it's because they said it was going to be a sitcom type show. I, but this is is the MCU, which I do mm-hmm. like, and it's it's taking I, reference from the Captain like America the thr- movies, which are my favourites. So, that it looks like I'm it's sorry. going for. Like, it looks... Oh, God. I I, if it's anything mm. like Winter Soldier, I cannot wait, man. Like... Mm, and the pairing of um, and Falcon this, and Winter uh, Soldier is just perfect. You are like, well, like, as a manipulator who just, you know... I can't. I just can't wait, man. I. I really. <laughs> yeah. Mm. No Mephisto. Can't no wait. Can't Mephisto. wait. Can't wait. Guys, so yeah, no. that will be next week's review. Then. Imagine awesome. if Mephisto actually. Ends up <laughs> no. Dole down, guys. Yeah. <laughs> in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, he's definitely. But um, yeah, I guess um, we'll, I get. Let's take a little bit of time now to uh, what your make me happy um, anticipations. What do you want this <laughs> make me satisfied? Right now, we know nothing. What... <laughs> <laughs> because um the thing is um i've got um a theory about how this show no theories Jim. no way. theories remember that, because... how that ended. No, okay <laughs> we'll go go la 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 for a second no because this is it's, it's kind of for the future of the mcu it's something that either the show is going to do or it's not going to do and it's, it's not like oh it's going to end with Mif- I don't know, mephisto <laughs> yes it's um because um you know agents of shield is that canon anymore they have the inhumans in that and it's it's very because that's what I'm going to say because um, because of Darkhold, it's like is that even canon anymore? Um, because the snap never happened in that show, and they explained it with um at the time they because they got transported to the future, 
and it's a really good show, Agents of Shield. But I don't know if they'll keep it canon because of the stuff they did, mm. because it, it was a very Monster of the Week show in a way, like for the first few Marvel. seasons where they went, Marvel. oh, MCU artifact, MCU please artifact. Make it non-canon. I want a good Ghost Rider, please, and make it Johnny Blaze. <laughs> Give him uh, what's, what's his face? I did. Agents of Shield a go one day. Like it is honestly <laughs> quite good, but oh. <laughs> But um, yeah, I don't know if it's canon anymore. But in that, they introduced the Terrigen Mist, which is um, a big thing in the comics, which is um, which which turns people into Inhumans. And that oh, we're yeah, getting Miss Marvel this. at the end of this year, which they've finished filming on now, and they're in pre-production. So she obviously Miss Marvel's origin is she got her powers from the Terrigen Mist, the which Avengers is um, a big thing in Agents of Shield. That's how the Inhumans got in. That's how the Inhum- yeah, the Avengers game, which I think was perfect timing as well, because that was centered around Miss Marvel. So people like Miss Marvel, now, so it will be less alien when she comes to the um, MCU. <laughs> Is that Mister Fantastic's daughter? <laughs> I heard some people say, but um, yeah, I, I can't wait for that show. But it, for that show to exist, they have to set up Terrigen, and I'm thinking, what an, what a good show to set up Terrigen mm-hmm. than the Winter Soldier and Falcon, or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So I'm expecting that in it, but I don't. That's my only expectation. But if they don't mm-hmm. do it, then fine, because they got Loki after this as well, and that could be the Terrigen. So we don't know. <laughs> but yeah, can't wait for it. It's going to be next week. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to Tron, our review of the week. <sighs> so we watched this on Disney Plus with their amazing group watch feature, <laughs> which was just—it was so easy. Like, all you have to do is press it, and then you're in a group, and then it's amazing. You can talk to each other. You can send emojis. Oh, no, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> The only thing good and about can, it is that we don't have to go, okay, three, two, one, press play. Like sparkling no, oh. emojis and stuff. Yeah. There's only four emojis <laughs> for for the only four emotions that people have. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was, um, it's a very interesting feature. Hopefully they build upon it. I don't know why you can't speak. Yeah, because it's meant for like long distance. So Jayden, what you Jayden. want? Honestly. Jayden. You think you you're going to watch a movie in silence. Look at the variety friend. of emojis yeah. we have. There's emojis for all four human emotions. <laughs> oh. I wonder how <laughs> Fraser's enjoying the movie. Angry face. I can see that. <laughs> oh, he doesn't like it, I can tell. <laughs> Happy face. Oh, he sent oh, he angry face. <laughs> I can see he doesn't like the incarnate this specific incarnation of the Tron character. And the line that he just read. Hmm. <laughs> Very interesting conversation we're having. Mm, very interesting. Very Sick. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Smiley face. <laughs> but in there, uh, we're going to keep the rundown of Tron very simple because it's not as complex as, say, King of the Monsters. <laughs> so um, a lot of the movie, it just it opens with um, Kevin Flynn, our main character. Um, He's very sweaty. Death, or presumed death. I assume this is the same clue that shows up in Tron Legacy. He's not the same clue. Who's <laughs> very sweat- no. sweaty, by the way. <laughs> no, it's not, because this clue dies. Is he not? He, he just I names the, the new program after him. Oh, okay. No, um, I assume that there's a clue and he didn't die. <laughs> he just got transported somewhere. It's the right. truth. Well, that's it's your fact. fear. No, I'm joking. <laughs> if that's fact, then it's fact. But, Idiot. Oh, well. I was under the impression of the sports <laughs> clue, but oh well. And then... Um, <laughs> Um, we get some. It's very hard to explain. I can hardly remember it to be honest. Um, MCP and the main computer. Enter, do not enter. Person, they'll call it main computer person. <laughs> enter, do not enter. He, he's um like pretty much um, controlling businessman McGee or, or Dingling or whatever his name is. 
Yeah, no, the, Sork's the, the same actor guy in the game. I'm talking about the businessman. That's why I was saying Sork. I know they're the same actor, but they're the same person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't think I said that. <laughs> but, um, no. Um, he blocks um, uh, MCPU, which I kept thinking he's saying SMP, but that's just him in the Minecraft. No, no, but no. <laughs> the, he blocks um, Kevin Flynn out and then Kevin well, Flynn is very angry and sweaty and plays arcade games until um, <laughs> until um, we were watching the movie and I had to make it now. <laughs> until... <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make the I'm just rubbing my hands in anticipation. <laughs> the orange. <laughs> the orange joke was the funniest part of the movie for me. <laughs> and that was Fraser who said it. <laughs> but, it's new technology. But, um, uh, they, I think that's actually the next scene, though. This is my life. Story. And they transport an orange into Transporting the an um, orange computer. Into a Vichy game. <laughs> <laughs> but then they cut to an arcade where there's um, an old wifey and her um, husband who are walking through the arcade in prison with us. They're a bit old to go see um, arcade machines, aren't they? <laughs> And then you said, "I don't remember what I said." <laughs> what do you... It was something like, "Oh, this orange looks so realistic." <laughs> and then Kevin Technology. Flynn was playing the game, and we get to see the game we're playing. And I said, "Look out, Kevin! An orange! An orange! <laughs> Shoot it!" <laughs> but after um, he finishes the game and apparently he's masturbating, sweating. according yeah, to Fraser. <laughs> Oh, okay. by the way, I think I figured out how they counted his high score. Jeff Bridges does some overacting. Do you know yep. that person who shouted 9,000? How? No, it goes nine. He goes 99,909 or something like that. That guy who shouted that was keeping count. How? <laughs> and he counted up to yeah. 995,000 or something like that. <laughs> no, all he does is. Is he got a Kevin Flynn masturbate and then play video games. <laughs> I think what he was doing was he was masturbating <laughs> Kevin while counting. <laughs> he wasn't counting the score, he was counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. But um, no, so all that's shebang. And then they go to. Is it called MCOM or something? NCOM. Or NCON. MCOM or NCON. <laughs> Encom, but um, they go there, and then that's when Kevin gets t- told off by the using the orange SMB gun, and then he gets them um, transported into. They don't call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, using the orange gun, he gets transported into the grid, and then the <laughs> games, the games gone from there. Let's talk about the games for a minute. So you got the little. Um, I remember the last time I remember even seeing that game in any media. Well, I say media was when I was at like a caravan <laughs> site when I was like ten, playing with that fucking scoop thing or throwing it. Like, yes, how dated did they think that was the next big thing back then? Oh, this is gonna make all the kids are gonna rave in the theater. <laughs> They're all gonna tell their mums to buy our Tron uh, scoop, it's a scoop ball hand. gun things, what we call them. But then we get move on to the scoop hand. We <laughs> move on to the uh, the best part of it, which is the. Well, I say best part. The good mm-hmm. part of it, which is the um, light cycles. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool, I guess. Um, <gasps> please it's, stop, it's very please dated, me. obviously. I don't want to animate anymore. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, I was, I was literally about to say, I have mad respect for every single animator who <laughs> tried in this movie. Like, Jesus Christ. I looked up um, a video because you told me about how they use numbers, and it turns out they had to do like one to, it was mm-hmm. from one to six, and they had to program that because that was every single dimension <laughs> that they could do. And Jesus Christ, oh my God. 
Mm, that looks see, like yeah, so much hard you, work. Like, I had to wait you. days to even see what so, it looked like. Sometimes like, it just comes out as a mad respect. That mad respect. Having to wait, like coding for hours and hours, and then having to wait another five days. And you and it's supposed to be a light cycle, and it's just a jumbled mess of shapes. How would you have felt? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> that was meant <laughs> to be a two. <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> Um, after that scene, they escape with um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what no. the point in the stomping thing was. Did it even kill anyone, or was it just? No, I think it was just stomped. <laughs> if anything, it just stopped them, the other guys, from going through and chasing them. <laughs> but um, off battery. No, after that they get high <laughs> and then they split up because yum, of the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Which does I thought it was a digital realm. No, I'm joking. It wasn't actually battery acid. I, I guess that's them playing just on like. But I made a joke saying it was out of battery acid. Okay, because it's the same. They they use all these um computer terms like also one of the like, characters is called Ram is, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> Ram dies. It's it's quite sad. It's quite emotional. <laughs> but then they they go after all that um, and then he uses his like, magical um, powers. Um, what should we call it? Powers to fly the ship. <laughs> yeah, they go to um. I've called him the Grand Master. I don't know what his actual name is. It's like <laughs> Doorman or something like that. I'm gonna go call Doorman now. <laughs> he's, he like tells him like, "Oh, do this, do this," and then he's like, "Oh, I want to talk to my." Cause this Alan. Is Tron. He's like, "Oh, I want to talk to the guy who's not me." Yeah, Alan. <laughs> and then he talks to him, gets a disc, does the iconic thing, blah 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 blah. Moves on, ship. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Which um, you pointed out to be you to render. About, but I'm pretty sure that was the one. Hmm. So that's like, outrageous as well, all incredible, I guess, in a way, because like Jesus Christ. But then they use that to go on the um, whole motorway thing, whatever you call it, where Flynn also uses his magical powers to yeah. draw orange lines to another <laughs> line, which doesn't even work out in their favor. <laughs> yeah, he just gets all sleepy. But then, then they or go to the, the um, MCP, they destroy the MCP, Flynn wins. He looks like a Buddha. <laughs> he looks like it's very interesting what he looks like. I don't, I don't quite know how to describe him. He's also spinning. <laughs> he's got a nose. That's the one thing I just freaks me out. Yeah, he's. <laughs> it's a very weird design. I think they just gave up after that. They couldn't have made him just a spinning red thing that the flashes red or something like that. Evil. No, they had to put a face on it. <laughs> Disney, stop it! Had to animate his mouth. <laughs> no, that's more. And his eyes. Oh god. He probably will. <laughs> Imagine if he shows up in Tron 3. The same. What do we Charred like? Leto. Because <laughs> that's, that's something we'll He'd get into like... with Tron Legacy <laughs> is how they change the um, whole. <laughs> Jared Leto. Owns. Oh my god, if he's, if he's the MCB. Oh my god. Jared Leto owns a cult. <laughs> Greetings, Tron. He it does as Tron. well, which is quite scary. Of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're called. The Letos. <laughs> <laughs> the Joker Gang. <laughs> but then, yeah, Flynn saves the day, or Tron and Flynn save the day, and then Flynn goes back to reality where he um, takes ownership of the company. You made, you piece made of paper video says, game so. Space Paranoid. And then end okay. the movie, so I could say. Yahoo! <laughs> <laughs> well done. Wee! I was always, when I was young, I don't know why, probably because of my simple brain, but um, I thought the, the game was called Tron. <laughs> and the char- he, yes, Tron was the main character, but I'm a stupid no, person. So. <laughs> Yeah, 
Yeah, because isn't the game like he actually made space it? He's just said it, but I've already forgotten it. It's like paranoid or spaceoids, would you say? Yeah. So <laughs> I literally just said paranoids and then space. Oh, I've just dropped my phone. <laughs> That's how much of a fit of rage I was in. <laughs> but um, That's the story. So yeah, like I said, I pretty much summed up the movie pretty simply because it's not so as what complex. Give story? Yeah. That's all it is. <laughs> no. Oh, do you not want to talk about any scenes in particular? <laughs> yeah, it's just the end of it. So, um, yeah, story. What do you give story? It's very basic. Six. I literally didn't even hear that. You said that so quietly, I didn't even hear that. <laughs> it's just very Six. basic. Okay. Back in it. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a seven. Because, like, like it is a very basic movie, but, like, they had to keep it basic for the poor anime. Isn't that like, exploding scene at the more end? complex than what we got. Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> Disney! Like I was literally, um, I was, um, I don't know, um, reading out the um, script notes for it as it happened. <laughs> like, and then it's explosion, explosion! Everything turns blue, everything's red, everything turns yellow. <laughs> and all the animators are like, they're wide eyes, like, oh! <laughs> looking at the millions of like storyboards so in front of them, changed. telling every single thing that has to happen. Imagine Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Michael Bay. No. <laughs> anyway, six. characters. What would you give the characters? The, the game? Yes. The, the movie? Oh, I'll give it six as well. <laughs> like, fairly basic characters, but characters you can get behind. They serve as the really plot. Sure why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she, she, she says, we it. thought you were a She's giant. a cheating bastard. She's in Teltron. Say, okay. <laughs> Is the reason why Tron turns evil in the next movie because he's told that fact, and then he's like, "Okay, fine." <laughs> oh, we're oh, no, how long now. has it been? I'm making a joke, Fraser. How's it been? Oh, um, since I've seen, well, I watched, I've watched a bit, a few clips of it because I was analysing it for film media last year, but I wasn't really watching it because I was more analysing it. The last time I properly sat down to watch Tron Legacy would have been, Jesus, how much say, 2016? Um, mm-hmm. Quite a bit. Like I just remember it being a fucking incredible movie and I'm expecting nothing less. But um, Tron Legacy yes. is a movie that I can't wait to review next week because uh, I don't Tron think I'll make fun of this incredible. movie as much as I. Do <laughs> I don't think I can movie. say anything bad about it. Mm. And you can because make like fun this of it. movie, it's <laughs> dated, but, like it's still for the time good. <laughs> but speaking of making fun of it, I <laughs> a really ten out of ten effects. for the time definitely. Honestly, same here. I wrote down 10 because I can't give anything less than a 10 for those poor animators. I want you to know, because you're all watching the TGCM podcast in episode yeah. 3, because you're avid listeners, oh mad respect. They're probably all dead now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. But something I don't have any respect for is the music. <laughs> Daft Punk really went off here. The, the end credits theme literally sounds like something out of the church. Yeah, they kind of lost it. This is probably why they broke up because they um, made the soundtrack for this movie. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> he was like, "No, d- no, no, dude, and I do not like the church music." <laughs> Whatever that part sounds like. <laughs> Burger, <laughs> blow me up, please. <laughs> blow me up in fifty years, please. I didn't like that joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh Jesus Christ! But yeah, I give it a five. It's fairly, it's fairly like your standard, like yeah, techno ooh, in the future or Disney's weird, yeah, <laughs> yeah, eight, yeah, and then overall, I give it an eight. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's it's a, it's a good movie. It's just dated. <laughs> but like the, when I was young, yeah, he's gonna see it. He's gonna see it. <laughs> For fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's a big door. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, yeah, that's um our oh, movie then, and then that's the end of the TV season. Oh. Hopefully, you did enjoy. Yeah, it's the end. Oh. I'm sorry, guys. We're gonna have to say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Oh. Hopefully, the children at home are all saying goodbye. <laughs> but yeah, that was the end of the TGCM podcast, episode thirty. Like, I think when we get to fifty, it's gonna be really selling. And if we ever get to one hundred, like, I think we'll be. Yeah, <laughs> if we get to one hundred, Jesus Christ, seventy. That's six. That's sixty more episodes. <laughs> What's up? No, yeah, it's empty. Uh, I'm losing my marbles because it's nearly like midnight. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching this. Um, because it's from Megatron. Podcast, Grab that gem, guys. We'll see you next in week. The next one. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> no, they won't. No, we need cool, to stop it. We're going to get copyright struck. Who are those geezers? I don't know. I'm speaking with a British accent. Why? Uh, g- g- what? Go give me an Australian accent. I don't want to embarrass myself. We need myself. to replicate the uh, Mr. Sunday movie folk. Please do it. If you do it, then you I can go. I will oh, do it if I can go. The oh, next episode the next me. of five, and you have to do it back. Uh, no. And that means you won't ever do it again. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do your stream. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That sounded like my granddad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm going to insult Australia by replicating Jaden's granddad. What do you want to say in my Australian accent? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, those bloody bastards <laughs> on the TCM podcast are stealing our idea. <laughs> I trying to remember how to do it. <laughs> What were we called? What's our version of Caravan of Garbage for a troll? Um, <laughs> if I do um, a highlight, should I call it what you're British about to say? <laughs> what's a British Trailer vehicle? park full of shit. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Um, Land Rover of Garbage. Uh, either a Land Rover <laughs> or a Mini Cooper. Okay. Land Ro- I think Land Rover of well, shit. <laughs> Something like that. Something what did you want me to say in my stream? Land Rover of garbage. Um, and the bloody, bloody TGM bastards, bastards stealing our idea. idea. Yeah, you fucking bitch. <laughs> really, Mason? <laughs> These videos only work if, all, if, if both of us are in yeah. it. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, if it's just Mr. Sunday movies yeah, by exactly. himself, it's kind of awkward because he's not bouncing off anyone. Bye. Why are we stopping? Bye. Because it's from Megatron. Yeah, you're amazing, guys. What a shit show. <laughs> yeah, and where from I